This is Shop Talk, our weekly discussion of journalism issues. I'm Rich Egger. I'm Will Buss. And I'm Pam Peters. Pointer reports that the Boston Globe recently ran a powerful story about assisted suicide, but questions are being raised about whether the reporter became too personally involved. Here's what happened. The woman who wanted to end her life was a resident of Vermont. Under state law, she needed to get signatures from two people who agreed she was in a clear state of mind when she made her decision. One of the people who signed the document was the journalist who reported the story. Pointer says the Globe and the reporter clearly should have allowed the woman to find someone besides the journalist to sign the paper. An expert uh, Pointer spoke with called it a conflict of interest. By signing the document, he was directly intervening and nudging the story forward. Uh, What are the thoughts from the two of you? Did this person get too involved, or would this woman have eventually found someone and and it would have gone as it did anyways? Um, I think, man, um, this one, there's such a fine line here. Um, I definitely think the reporter got too involved. Um, my, My concern with it is, as someone who I have... You know, as far as assisted suicide or however you want to do it when it comes to the situation, I'm not going to get in politically there or whatever. I believe that that's that person's choice. But as a reporter, it almost sounds like, like you said, he was driving the story forward by signing that document. So whether you believe in it or not, the moment you sign that document, you as the journalist have driven that story forward because you have become a part of that story in the sense of I signed this document so she could she could take her life legally take her life what concerns me with this though is it it does sound like you're driving that story forward I think it was the um, person from Pointer said you know there's a difference between a journalist getting involved in an assisted suicide where someone's taken their own life compared to a journalist getting involved when a story you're doing, somebody's hungry and you give them some food. Um, I think there is a point where you can say, I'm going to get involved. We've, you know, the, historically there's, there's, um, there's reporters um, who have gotten involved or have chosen not to get involved. Um, and that impacts them. Um, you know, I, I remember I teach this every year when I teach photojournalism. I show a picture of a young child in Africa who's starving to death, and the journalist won a, you know, won a major award for taking this photo, but then took his life later because he didn't get involved and he literally just documented this young child who died not long after. There's an ethical point to get involved. And there's an ethical point where you question, are you driving the story? And I think in this case, there was an ethical point to say, I'm dri-, it's, it, to me, it's like you're driving the story because she could have found someone else to sign that. Um, uh, or if she couldn't, then, you know, so be it, right? But at least let it play out. Yes. Exactly. You know, um, yeah, let it play out. To be that, well, I can't have family, the way it sounds and the way the Boston Globe seemed to put she didn't have, she couldn't let family sign or friends. It had to be somebody outside of that. So the first two people she goes to, one of them's this journalist, and he automatically signs on to it. 
that that's a problem you know like you say let it play out let it let it um let it run its course and do the story this may sound bad to say it this way do the story following what happened in her trying to um find somebody it may sound callous on the part of a journalist but she let you into her life she let you follow this process i agree with the globe running the story with the uh, with them explaining this is what happened but if, for him as a journalist let the story play out your job is not to get involved in the sense of it's one thing when somebody's starving to death and you hand them food it's another when somebody wants to die and you drive that story to where you play out the final act if that i hope that makes sense i mean it's no i, I think it does i know the uh, i think definitely an ethical line was crossed here i think you have to gauge those on a case-by-case basis as a reporter, as a journalist, where this reporter was certainly trying to push the story and influence the story. Uh, but as the the photo uh, example that you talk about, I've seen that and have taught that too. And I think there's just certain ethical boundaries that that you will take a risk and cross, like giving food to a starving subject who you've happened to photo take photographs of. I think that's one thing, but getting in influencing a story is another. And uh, for someone to uh, try to promote that because of their own, potentially their own personal gain, um, no, they should have let it, like I think both of you have said, to play out, be the, uh, be the spectator, be the vehicle for information and report the facts and be uh, thorough with it, but don't influence it uh, in any way. I think we've talked about you know, activist journalism on this program before, right? And it's activism, you know, I think that influences us as journalists to care about things to go after, but at the same time, we have to hold ourselves in check for what we're, for what we're doing because, again, it's, it's, it's a, you know, it's, a, it's an ethical problem, ethical dilemma. And it's, it's tough because you have to take yourself sometimes out as the human element. Yes. I'm sure months of following this woman's story, there was definitely a relationship developed there that um, on one note, he's, you know, to get to, to play it from that human element, this is what she wants to do. She's probably in pain. You know, I've watched, I've watched someone die from cancer. There's probably, she's probably in a lot of pain. She just wants it over. And you as a journalist, when you're covering a subject over months, it's hard not to create a relationship. But again, you still as a journalist have to figure out where's that that line being crossed. And I think this journalist definitely crossed that line because that journalist became part of the story. And not only signing this, but you signed this to drive that story to completion. Um, and I, th- I think there's an ethical line that was definitely crossed in that situation. It's it's definitely misleading. I think there might have been a way to do it, maybe if you were all upfront and transparent to say, I a reporters, you know, there might be a way to do that way where you say I'm involved in the story, and you know, there could be a, an approach that way. But what I'm what from what I've read and what we've talked about, it it certainly didn't seem that and way. It, and it, especially, yeah. it sounds like he didn't even let his supervisors know no. till it, after he, I did it. Yeah. I wrote the story. Right. Now I'm going to come to you and say, 
oh, by the way, this de- is what I did. It was deceptive. Um, yeah, it's it's concerning. Like I said, I respect the way the Globe came out and said when they ran the story, we chose to run this because we feel it's important. She gave her and her family gave this time. They wanted the story done. Um, we feel like it's a story that should be done. But here are the issues. From an ethical standpoint, them coming out and running the story, explaining what happened, I respect. But it sounds to me like even they were kind of blindsided by this because they weren't told till after the story was written or at least months after the papers were signed. Yeah, it's possible the reporter was so involved he didn't really give it second thought even when he did it. He thought it was the right thing. And just happened to mention it, you know, as part of the story when he's talking to his editors yeah. uh, after the fact. It may not have occurred to him to say something at the time. And I mean, at least I, I can say at least the reporter put in the story, I, whether it was because the editors or whoever, or whether he chose to put in the story his involvement, which is, you know, he could have easily just not even mentioned it and moved on, which is an even bigger ethical issue. But no one Um, might have known unless they looked at the documents, right? Exactly. So, I mean, at least in that case, he's, he's, he's coming out and saying, I did this. Where the ethical issue, I think, lies is, number one, you put yourself into a story without even giving it a chance to play out. And number two, no one, you did not consult with anyone. You just chose to do it. Yeah. Um, and just kind of left them hanging until you had the story done. And this is why certain, you know, some reporters, you know, they if they cover, say, politicians or they cover this in election years, some won't, uh, even though they're perfectly legal for them to do, some won't even vote. You know, they won't. Uh, you certainly don't put someone's campaign sign in your yard if you're a reporter, no. if you're an editor. And I don't I don't sign nominating petitions, but I still vote. That's my right sure. as a citizen, as, I think. As, as do I. But I mean, I mean, some journalists have been so careful. I've known some um, who, who won't do that. I mean, so I'm just trying to, you know, trying to stress how, again, as a reporter, the, the, the responsibility of the job comes with certain things and certain uh, aspects that you have to be mm-hmm. aware of and things that you can't really allow, allow your personal uh, interest to, to, to drive to a certain extent. There was, like in this case, where there was a clearly, I think, a line crossed. Yeah, and I mean, it's hard sometimes as a journalist. You have to almost dehumanize yourself at points and mm-hmm. um, take that human nature out of it. And like I said... There's that ethical issue between this and handing someone some food after you've done something. Well, and that's the dehumanizing aspect. Uh, The photographer maybe went too far with it. Well, and that's, you know, like I say, in the end, the photographer took his own life because he couldn't handle what what he had chose to do. Not that he had taken the picture, but that he took the picture and did nothing after that. and so there's an ethical issue there, too, that, you know, it's it's hard sometimes as a journalist to know because we're taught don't get involved with the subject. But where do you draw that line? And again, I think this one would have played out differently, even if he would have just said, well, why don't you go try to find some people? If you cannot find something, then at least talk to the 
to his editors and say, you know what, I'm struggling with this issue. And it's, like you say, it's hard because it's a humanistic issue. You've probably spent months watching this person suffer, talking with them, getting to know them. And that's where, as a journalist, it's hard. You have to take yourself out of the picture. And sometimes it's, I mean, I've never been in a situation to cover something like this, and I hope I never am. But you have to figure out where do you draw the line, and it's difficult. It's it's very difficult. And I think there's probably a way to do that where they could have maybe involved themselves and maybe reported it that way, perhaps, perhaps, being above board and transparent about it. Perhaps there might have been a way to do that. I don't. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just. I'm just thinking about. This could have been done a little differently. Yeah. This and, is a. This is a tough one. Yeah. It is. Well, with that, uh, we're going to wrap it up for this week. Our listeners can join us again next week for more of Shop Talk.